0: Well, hello there. Welcome to the Virtual Rec Room. This is Back of the Cereal Box. I am your host, the prophet of pop culture, John Pica. You can call me Johnny. And this morning, we are going to be remembering Tony Dow, David Warner, and Paul Servino, three icons of geek culture Hollywood. And um, we want you to join in and share your memories of these Titanic talents. And we're going to do that right after this. It's like
1: Coca-Cola, Levi Strauss Johnny Carson and Mickey Mouse The first star was James Dean Elvis Presley and he still became something
0: Hey there, friends and foes. Welcome back to the Virtual Rec Room. This is Back of the Cereal Box. I am your host, the prophet of pop culture, John Pica. You can call me Johnny. And Avengers comic books, Star Wars movies, and Saturday morning cartoons made me who I am today. This is a pop culture podcast that celebrates the fun of the Saturdays of our youth while navigating adulthood today. And this morning... I am enjoying the Waffle Crunch, the bagged cereal Waffle Crunch by Molto Meal. It's delicious. It's phenomenal. And I love it. Unbelievable good. And we are called back to the cereal box because I'm of an age I'm of a generation that we didn't have smartphones and tablets at the breakfast table on Saturday mornings. We were reading the back of the cereal box and unfortunately there's a bag here, so there's nothing to read, but, um, that was our newspaper. That was our world and my exposure to the pop culture stuff. I love today, cartoons, comics, Kaiju and Kung Fu movies. And that's what this show is all about. And without further ado, As I enjoy my bowl of waffle crunch, let's meet our co-hosts, my broadcast partner of 10 years. She's beautiful. She's talented. She's the incomparable D-Barty. Good morning, D. Tell everybody who you are, what you do, what your pop culture passion is, and what's in your bowl.
1: Well, first of all, let me tell you john has already pissed me off this morning before the show started he has insulted my parenting he has insulted my ability to be on time and i'm mad at him and don't want to talk to him so who am i i'm dvarty i'm a photographer i'm an actress don't shake your head at me i am love all things friends all things wizard of oz vampires and yeah as he takes a bite of cereal. I don't like cereal. I drink coffee. <laughs> you going to insult my food choices too?
0: No, but I guess, you know, since we're on a roll, d completely rejects the entire premise of this show. But. And yet, you still
1: ask me to be on every week.
0: <laughs> because, one, you're talented, you're beautiful, and you we're are. we getting
1: stuck up, f- you guys. Look perfect. at this. Look at this. You they are know, a perfect, oh God.
0: perfect representation of our audience. And I know everyone tuning in. They're like, Dean and Johnny, why are you in separate rooms? Because we're not married, despite despite our chemistry. <laughs> we uh, we're not ma- well. We are married, but not to each other.
1: He's my work husband, and that's yeah. why we fight like spouses. <laughs> But we've been together over 10 years. So. And
0: and I, I put that, I said that because James Scott from the Across the Pond Sports Network said, <laughs> wow, domestic in progress. That's
1: right. <laughs> and you know what? John and I are supposed to hang out today. So yes, it's going to be epic. He's starting the day off wrong.
0: <laughs> no, it's going to be great. It's going to be great. All I'll right, attack
1: let's... you when I see you. It's going to be great. No, I'm gonna you're,
0: you're going to give me a big hug and a kiss Mm-mm. on the cheek. mm uh huh.
1: Nope. Yep. Watch. I'm gonna film it too, and I'm gonna We're- post it everywhere because I'm gonna smack you.
0: No, oh, you're not gonna smack me.
1: And you like it when I smack you.
0: <laughs> that was last week's show. Anyway, we gotta welcome in our other co-host. She is the peppermint princess, the social media socialite,
1: my our- favorite barista,
0: <laughs> our social, <laughs> our uh, emotional support Canadian. It is Willow Schuyler. Good morning, hey, Willow. good
2: morning, everyone.
0: <laughs> Willow, tell everyone who you are, what you do, what your pop culture passion is, and what's in your bowl.
2: Well, broadcaster by day, barista by night. Uh, I'm a superhero enthusiast, uh, zombie lover, um, and, yeah, nerd of many things.
0: <laughs> and what's in your bowl this morning?
2: Honey Nut? Frosted flakes. Mm. Oh, interesting.
0: Are those are those good? I because I haven't been able to find them here, and I want to okay. try those.
2: Uh, to be cheesy, they're great. Um. So, but my only my only nitpick about it is uh, it could have a little bit more flavor to them. But I don't know. That's just me.
0: <clears throat> well, so here's the thing about the frosted flakes. And I actually appreciate this. The uh the the specialty flavors they do cuz I got the cinnamon french toast. Mm-hmm. It's really um subtle. Yeah. But but I kind of like that because it doesn't overwhelm you. It's not like you know, you know But
2: uh, like because I have I have really nothing to go on. Like I completely may, I I may have forgotten the the, uh, how they actually taste, like uh, like the other uh, frosted flakes, but there to me, there's no difference between these and the uh, and the original.
0: Well, yeah, you probably do need to do a side by side taste test comparison, and that would be a great episode. (laughs) Hmm. Hmm. So this this week I'm eating the waffle crunch, the bag cereal from Multo Meal, and I, I picked this up on a on a whim because you know our previous guest Manny uh, from a couple of weeks ago, he on his social media just raves about the Multo Meal cereals and how they're just killing it, and so I'm like I gotta try it out. Now here's here's the problem, Di I opened. The bag from the wrong end. There is actually a ziplock closure on this, but I opened it from the end without the ziplock, and I ruined the whole thing. Now,
1: okay.
0: This, I, I got to tell you, this cereal That's
1: karma, John Pika, from being mean to be I've not
0: is. been mean to you.
1: Yes, you have. Willow's is a witness. No, I
0: was not mean.
1: He saw
0: I was not mean. You're just too sensitive. Um, But anyway. um, (laughs) she's
1: at it again. I'm not coming to meet you today.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, So Waffle Crunch is delicious. But here's the problem with it. it. It has become my favorite tasting cereal in just a few days. But it gets soggy real quick. Yep. So you got to You got to use little, tiny bits at a time, small, small batches. Otherwise, it goes soggy super quick.
1: It's just like you. It gets soggy really fast.
0: <laughs> oh no, we've lost Beat <laughs> Marty. I wonder where she went. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, waffle <laughs> crunch—it's delicious.
1: I mean, I can actually leave. I don't think your viewers would like that. Oh no, but I can, so. leave. I can. No, bug, no, guys, please, should don't.
2: I leave?
0: No, no, you should not. <laughs>
2: don't leave me alone with him.
0: <laughs> you guys are gonna—you know—this is not speaking to my love language.
1: Only because you are my favorite barista, <laughs> I will stay for you. Not you, John. Don't you know does it doesn't make me mad before the show starts? Because you know I can't control it.
0: I well, I know you can't. But <laughs> hey, at least I'm not Ryan permission.
1: Ooh. What? I like Ryan.
0: But he really makes you mad. Yeah. He knows how to press the buttons on D <laughs>
1: Well, he's watching, so... Yeah, I know.
0: I know. I know. I'm calling him out. He loves it when I call him out. Because always be promoting. Everyone go check out Ryan Permissons' uh, shows. He's right there saying, good morning, everyone. How are you? We are doing great, Ryan. Talking about you. How are you? <laughs> Ryan, Everything's fine here. It's
1: just trying to project... On somebody else so that I stop talking about how angry I am at him. So she's, you just don't play into that, okay?
0: She's not angry. Don't don't listen to deeper tea. She's not angry. I'm mad. She's she's tired.
1: <laughs> that too.
0: So, and I asked the question of both Willow and D, and they both agreed. Have you ever been so sick or so tired that you wake up sick at your stomach, like nauseous? Uh, that was me this morning. I was just like, oh. anyway, anyway. That was so, me
1: this morning too, because I only have five hours of sleep and I'm tired.
0: You know what? I could not get to sleep last night. I, I, I did a ghost tour last night, and and it was a little bit of a frustrating situation. I'm not going to go into it. It did not happen the way it should have. And I just, I tossed and turned all night, like thinking through it in my head, should I have done something differently anyway?
2: Overthinking.
0: Yeah. yeah, I mean,
2: yeah. Yeah. I'm good at that. Yep.
1: I don't sleep well anyway, but.
0: Neither do I. I I wake up all night long, toss and turn.
1: Me too. But I need a ton of sleep, so you know, whatever.
0: Uh, me too. <laughs> I I I could probably sleep about thirteen hours a day, but anyway. then I but then I feel like I've wasted my entire day. Anyway, we we do need to uh, get to some comments because this is how this show works, ladies <laughs> and gentlemen. You watching and listening get to be a part of the audience. You get to be a part of the show. You are like the the fourth. Co host, um, and James Scott with the Across the Pond Network gives us some love and says, Best opening to any show around. Thank you, James. And um, Hiller Come Back says, Hello, hello, Hiller Come Back. Uh, watching on Twitch, I believe. And uh, James Scott says, I will be in America for two weeks in February. And we'll have Fruit Loops, as they are my favorite, but what else should I try? Um, so, I, I'm I'm going to tell you. Toast Crunch, Fruity Pebbles, Waffle Crunch, and, um, you know, I'm a big fan of Frosted Mini Wheats. Anybody else a big fan of Frosted Mini Wheats? Barty?
1: I like Frosted Mini Wheats. Yeah, I did until my kid ate them and then got a stomach bug and threw them up everywhere. Not a huge fan anymore. But <laughs> I was. <Wow. laughs>
0: it's the wheat. It's the wheat. So I love this comment from Dave Mattingly and Johnny Pika as the Beaver. <laughs> and for those of you who are tuning in and don't understand that reference in just a minute we're gonna be talking about our main topic remembering tony dow david warner and paul sorvino who all passed away this week within just a few days of each other and uh they were pop culture giants um drew milden is with us and says morning gents huh and gals
2: probably from the chat
0: (laughs) and uh Andrew Milden says waffle crunch is fire. And Dave Mattingly agrees until it gets soggy. Yeah.
1: Like John.
2: <laughs>
0: anyway, Ryan Permisson says, I know, I know David Warner best from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2. And Paul Sorvino from the Rocketeer. Yes, we're going to be talking about that in a minute, Ryan. Uh, so keep those comments ready. Um, and uh, James Scott says, "Local PD are tuning in because we got a domestic." He says, <laughs> "Listen, I mean
1: that's okay. <laughs> they can tune in all they want across the pond."
0: <laughs> you're, you're you're not the wrong. You're not wrong, James. Um, so a lot of people don't know this. Andrew Milden knows this because I I was on his show, Drew versus the world. My dad was the secretary, the secretary of business affairs for the teamsters under Jimmy Hoffa. Um, Basically he was a, he was a thug. He was a, he was a hoodlum. He was a, a, a gangster. And, uh, All my life growing up, we had cops following us everywhere we went. Wow! Black SUVs parked outside the house. All my life. It was a thing. Um, Anyway. And Andrew Milden says about Waffle Crunch, you have to eat it at the speed of Hermes. And that is true. (laughs) And Ryan Permisson asks an interesting question. Did Brock Lesnar quit WWE since Vince retired? Did Brock quit? He's wrestling tonight in SummerSlam.
2: Ryan, you have Google.
0: Yeah, he's uh, wrestling tonight. We'll get to SummerSlam predictions in just a minute. Um, and Ryan is always promoting. Join us live Saturday at 12 p.m. That's today for, and I quote, with cosplayer Andrea Starnes, who is one of the co-hosts of cosplay cafe right here on the cereal box network so it's all in the family and they'll also be taking your questions so after our show go take a break have some cereal have some lunch read a comic or two watch the new episode of the orville and then tune in to and i quote and ladies are i I know willow you're not watching the orville are you
2: Um, I'm going to have to start watching it because I, I may have watched like one or two episodes.
0: So D you, you've started watching it. Haven't you?
1: Yeah, I'm actually, I was watching it last night. I watched one episode. I think I'm on number five of the new season. I think.
0: Okay. So last night was episode nine. (laughs) Domino. The single best piece of science fiction action adventure drama i've ever seen it was unbelievably good it was it it was an episode of the tv show but it was like watching a full movie with a you know beginning middle and end it could have been released as a cinematic film um it was epic and uh anyone who hasn't seen it you don't know what I'm talking about. I won't give you any spoilers, but I'm not crying, you're crying. That's all I'm going to say.
1: Well, you know, we started watching this show because it was like a spoof on Star Trek. That's right. It was funny, you know. I mean, it and like this last season has been a lot more serious. So we've it has. kind of been like mm,
0: Well, I mean, uh, you're you're right. It started as a parody of Star Trek. Um Kind of like Star Trek meets Galaxy Quest, if you saw the movie Galaxy Quest. Um, and and it was very, very funny. And it still is funny in a in a very different way, though. But yes, this third season has gotten a lot more serious and a lot more dramatic. And I'll tell you, they're doing things that I am surprised by the way they handle certain issues, like Episode 5, D, if you just – that's the, the episode with um, Topa, right? Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah.
0: And the way they handle the whole transgender issue was, I mean, from both sides. Yeah. And, and they make you empathetic from both you, – you really understand both sides of the argument – and they did it with such style and such class, and it was. Well, I have just... noticed that
1: they've they've really started touching a lot of issues. Like a few episodes back, there was an abortion thing. I mean, they didn't call it that, but you know, right. So, I don't know.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's it's been an amazing. I don't want
1: to be serious. I want to laugh.
0: Well, <laughs> but but here's where the comedy still comes: is that they're real people. Right? They're it's it's um they're not the sterile uh perfect people of Star Trek. Yeah. They're like just your average coworkers and with their flaws and um and and you know hang ups. I, I just I really, really love it. Love well, it.
1: I do like that. I can understand this. I never understood Star Trek, but I can understand this. So I'm digging it.
0: Well, and I think that's because they're just they're like they're characters like you know in real life.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So I highly recommend it, Willow. The okay. Orville. Check it out. Um, and Ryan Permisson said, shared. Thank you, Ryan. Thank you for sharing. We love you. Um So uh, Dave Mattingly, since we're talking about the Orville, says the last Orville had a lot of emotional payoff that has built up even from previous seasons. Absolutely. Yeah, and uh, I'm not going to spoil it, but those uh, Onion Ninjas will get you. And um, although Angel Love, Curious Idealist, says, I'm with D, am really missing the level of comedy they had before. I, I yeah I I get that, but I really like what they've done, and the stories have been so compelling that I I don't miss the slapstick. There was a lot of slapstick comedy, a lot of situational. I know, comedy. and
1: it's funny. I don't like slapstick comedy normally, but I actually liked it. It was so stupid, it was funny. <laughs> I laughed a lot. <laughs> are, well, I I, I live
2: slapstick, slapstick comedy all <laughs> like every day in my life. So a,
0: a a lot of toilet humor. A lot but of what, potty what do you humor. expect
2: from uh, Seth MacFarlane, though?
0: Well, and that's why this third season has been such a remarkable season, because, you know, he is a little bit of a potty mouth. and and A you know, little
2: bit? Family yeah. Guy, uh, American, American Dad. American
0: Dad and Cleveland Show. Yeah, all of that. And oh, my God. if you ever watched A Million Ways to Die in the West?
2: Oh, I love that film.
0: Yeah, it's one of the most vulgar movies I've ever seen Sarah Silverman is and and so for them to take this turn and and kind of get very grounded and to deal with these social issues in such a delicate elegant way it's 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 kind of remarkable kind of remarkable and uh Dave Mattingly says the practical joke episode did have some fantastic slap slapstick that's right and uh, Angel Love says, I like the way they've done stories, but I think it's possible to tell the story and still have the comedy. Okay. Agreed. I just I just think it's fantastic, and everyone should be watching it. So uh, in a minute, we're going to get to uh, talking about Tony Dow and uh, David Warner and Paul Sorvino. But before we do that, when we were kids, growing up, sitting at the uh, breakfast table... On Saturday morning, we would uh, we would uh, open the box of cereal, or in this case, the bag. We would pour the cereal, and then we would reach into the into the box to pull out the new loot. And we've got new loot in the form of Ivy Roman. <laughs>
3: Ivy Roman
0: is coming to us live in her bikini at the beach. Oh, no, it's not a bikini, it's a one piece. But
3: I have to go get food for us, so (laughs) I'm going to go get the food so we can go. But I heard you talking about Orville, so I totally geeked out. I said, Hold on, I need I think I lost my car, too. I think I passed my car. I don't know why I parked
0: (laughs) now. Now, for those of you who don't know, Ivy Roman is absolutely obsessed. With the Orville. Did you watch the episode last night?
3: I did. I did. I set up to watch it and um
0: no spoilers. They,
3: no spoilers, but
0: were like, you, you bawling said, your head out?
3: I was so like infatuated, and automatically it is my favorite sci-fi series of all time now because it has replaced Battlestar Galactica for me. That's big because I was wow. a Starbucks tattoo. Back in the day, but now I got an edge tattoo. So. Now,
0: now, now, wh- talk about the uh, tattoo that's uh, on your shoulder there.
3: Here, Wait, no, here, y- yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so I got my dad's name in Taiji, Japanese, and then I simulated some tribal art around it, which formed a bat, and which what it means is that matters of the heart can be blind, but you can always have a good lesson. So that's my tattoo right here.
0: I love it. I love it. Willow, do you have any tattoos? <clears throat> no. <laughs> I know Dee Barty does, but she's never let me see them. She's, she's let Dean Kane them. see them. I saw them. <laughs> I let Ivy see them. Well, hello, ladies. Um,
2: The one tattoo artist that said that she'd be my first moved out of, uh, moved out (laughs) to, to another city and it's hard to get to her. Um, And so now it's trying to, trying to find the right artist and the right tattoo.
0: For yeah, those of you who so are hard. watching uh, the show, no, the show has not normally been so filled with innuendo. But here <laughs> lately, I don't know what's going on. Willow has corrupted us, I think. Oh, look at that full screen, Ivy. Let's let's. Bask <laughs> By the in way, I beauty. have little
3: hands. I have little hands, so it's hard for me to like hold my phone in a <laughs> way.
0: You you've got little everything. Everything about you is. Teeny tiny.
1: That's not true. Not everything. <laughs> My heart is big personality. I got a big heart. Big
2: personality.
3: Yeah. Well, I don't think keep that's what D-Barty
0: is talking about. We we learned something about D-Barty last week. What we learned? She notices certain things.
1: Yeah. He's talking about boobs. I like boobs. And Willow has giant boobs. That's what we're talking about.
3: <laughs> just well, say it. I don't, my boobs are not that big. I have a big booty. I can't see it. I'm always sitting.
1: I've seen your booty. <laughs> you
2: love my booty.
0: Wait, what? Oh, my God. Okay.
2: So, so I- Ivy just celebrated her birthday. So ha- happy belated birthday <laughs> to Ivy.
0: Oh, let's let's sing to her. Happy birthday, happy birthday to you happy birthday to, to you happy birthday dear ivy happy birthday to you that was horrible <laughs> oh my god that was so bad but <clears throat> well ivy we don't want to keep you from your <clears throat> appointed rounds have fun at the beach. I hope you're having a good time and getting the sun and, and getting relaxation and getting rid of all the stress and bad mojo.
3: It's Saturday. Finally. I don't think so hard, <laughs> but I love you guys. We I love, love you, you too. IV. IV. I hope you guys have a good day. And for all our cereal boxers, hi. wait, go back, go back. There's a candy store
2: behind you. <laughs> Oh, this is new. <laughs> They're opening up the bunch of new shops around oh,
0: here. Okay. <laughs> Bye. Awesome. We'll Bye. talk to you later. Bye-bye. All right. So, uh, redo here. Uh, that was worth the uh, interruption. But it's time for New Loot. And you guys, I'm going to reach into the cereal box and pull out This. Because this happened this week. That's a sexy toy. It really no. is. So, this is G.I. Joe Classified Lady J. This was actually my favorite G.I. Joe character. And, but do you see this? Do you see up here what this says?
1: $10.
0: <laughs> On clearance at Books a Million. And I just so happened that I had a $10 bill in my pocket from tips from the tour the night before. And look, you can't pass by a Lady J G.I. Joe classified action figure for 10 bucks and not get it. It's what you do. And, um, d were you a G.I. Joe fan? Mm, I, know yeah. <laughs> I know you weren't. I know you weren't. You don't even have to answer that question. I, I was thinking about this. So when, G, this version of G.I. Joe, G.I. Joe, a real American hero, came out when I was in fifth grade, y'all. So that, I wasn't
1: even born yet.
0: You may have just been born. <laughs> um, When I was in fifth grade, and and you all don't, only a few in our viewing audience and listening audience will remember this, but... Before that, and when was that? That was like maybe 82, maybe 81, fifth grade. And um, before that, G.I. Joe's were the 12-inch figures with the Kung Fu grip and the the fuzzy hair, the lifelike hair. And they had fallen out of fashion. I I mean, I didn't have any G.I. Joe's anymore. And so they re-released G.I. Joe as the three-and-three-quarter-inch figures fully articulated and um, with hundreds of characters. And um, that that's where the, the Hasbro um, series, the cartoon series, came from to support that toy line. And a cultural phenomenon was born. And then about maybe two, maybe three years ago, they released the G.I. Joe classified line, which are the uh, six inch figures made in the same mold as uh, Marvel legends or star Wars black. And uh, I've only got two of them, this one and Scarlet and Willow, you're laughing at comments that have been posted. <clears throat> um,
2: I- I'm looking, I'm looking for that Facebook user who, whoever that
0: is. Oh, uh, Facebook user says morning, all. That's uh, probably uh, Bill Sartain or John Wilson or Eli Cash or some kind. sometimes Keisha Acuff. No, Ke- Keisha Acuff. Keisha has a different that, greeting. <laughs> yeah. um, Dave Mattingly does say about Ivy Roman, Ivy has a big heart, big spirit, big personality, and big impact on us all. That is right, Dave Mattingly. So... Um, Anyway, uh Willow, you got anything any new loot in your cereal box this morning? No.
2: Um I've been kind of good to my good with the money lately and not spending a whole lot right now. We just bought tires for our for our 66 Coronet, so that that's that's pretty much the new loot.
0: <laughs> all right. <laughs> for a <while>. all right. <laughs> what what about you, D-Barty? Mm-hmm.
1: I do! Remember me telling you when yes. I went to Universal? reach into the
0: box and pull that out.
1: <laughs> so, okay, before I show you. So, I went to the Harry Potter... I wouldn't say exhibit, but Harry Potter land? I don't know. At Universal. And I loved it, and I really wanted one of the robes, but they were like $150, and nobody would buy it for me. So, I'm really sad. So, I got a coffee cup instead, of course. Ooh. Ooh. But it's a big one.
0: No and it's, what, it's
1: Hufflepuff. It's Hufflepuff. They didn't have Gryffindor, which I'm a Gryffindor, so
0: Oh see, I'm a Hufflepuff.
1: Well you can't have my cup because it's yellow. <laughs> and it's my favorite color.
0: That's pretty Not cool. Enough. And yeah. and what's in your cup this morning?
1: Actually there's nothing in this one. I, I'm using my SeaWorld cup because it's bigger. <laughs> I really don't know why. <laughs> I just poured it in there and went, "Oh yeah, I got to show this." One. And,
0: but and I like it...
1: to be able to show it and not before and not drink out of it, so you guys can't see it before I show my new loot. See what I'm saying?
0: It's awesome, okay. awesome, Katie. awesome, yes. awesome. And um, Facebook user says, "It's me, Sandy. I'm Facebook user, apparently." Mm-hmm. Well, good morning, Sandy. Glad to have you with us. <laughs> Welcome to the virtual rec room. Do do, do either of you know Sandy? No? Is it Sandra? Oh, is it Sandra Noel? I don't know. Do you go by Sandy, Sandra Noel? She's going to be at SummerSlam tonight. Uh, SummerSlam. I, you know what? I was going to go to SummerSlam tonight until I realized it's not in Bridgestone Arena it's at Nissan Stadium. And I hate Nissan Stadium. I have no desire to sit in that giant stadium and see the the squared circle it, like it'll be this big in to me. I you know that's not fun.
1: Aha, it is her.
0: Yes. We're so d- apparently
1: my husband is now a wrestler.
0: <laughs> oh yes yeah. so tell us the story about that
1: okay so i'm going to show it right now so this is a picture of my husband at work okay he works for staples and they do like conventions and stuff i don't know if y'all can see it so there he is and this and this is from actually from last year okay so my one of my friends sent me this this post and was like is this brian and i was like what so it says, Are you ready to volunteer with the WWE superstars? <laughs> yes, you read that right. And the <laughs> super fun volunteer opportunity. Anyway, it goes on and on and on. But it's, I'm like, he's not a wrestler.
0: <laughs> and he's and not volunteering at, for WWE.
1: No, this was at a medical convention because he works in <laughs> hospitals. Like
0: it, so, it was So someone, a, a, a photographer who sells stock photos took that photo and sold it brian needs to be getting some moolah from that
1: well what they don't know is that i'm a photographer and i know how highly illegal
0: (laughs) (laughs) d someone froze you you said (laughs) highly illegal that is (laughs) (laughs) they're trying to censor you don't. All right, so it is time for our main segment this week in The Rec Room, and we have a lot of people tuning in to talk about three icons of television and movies that left us this week, literally two in one day, and then uh, Tony Dow just a few days later. Although, you guys may or may not have realized this, um, the, the... the passing of Tony Dow was a big controversy because he has been in hospice with um, liver cancer and his wife prematurely reported to the media that he had passed away. And and he was, he had not, but all of the media, TMZ, CNN, everyone ran with the story. And about 13 hours (laughs) later, they're having to, you know, we can't um, because his son has said, no, he's, he's not dead. He's still alive. Um, But he did go on to pass Thursday morning. Um, Maybe
1: it was like Nana on friends because she passed away and then came back and then passed away again. And so they had to do the whole thing.
2: So,
0: anyway, this bad joke. Okay. Well, go ahead. Yeah, it is a bad joke, but, <laughs> but, um, he he did go ahead and we knew his son said, you know, he was just hours away. And for those of you who don't know who we're talking about, we're talking about Tony Dow, who played Wally Cleaver on Leave it to Beaver. And D. Barty for reference, he was to the 1950s what um, Zac Efron is today. He was okay. Zach Efron before Zach Efron was a thing. I and can you, do that. You can see from that picture why why I say that. He's yeah. definitely got that vibe going on. But here's Very what handsome. I, he
1: handsome.
0: he was. And and here's the thing I didn't know. So I uh, I was a big fan of Leave It to Beaver. Uh Willow, have you ever seen Leave It to Beaver?
2: <clears throat> I did. Um I was actually brought up with old classic television from okay. my mom and my aunt, so
0: Yeah, so Leave It to Beaver was, for me, it was must-see TV. Now, I wasn't alive when it first aired, uh, but it would show in syndication after school when I was a kid. And so I would rush home from school to catch Leave It to Beaver. I love that show. And there's only two shows in history that have never been off the air, Uh, Andy Griffith and Leave It to Beaver. Both of those shows have been constantly aired somewhere in the world um, without without ending. But here's what I did not know. Tony Dow wasn't just on Leave it to Beaver. He also directed multiple episodes of Star Trek Deep Space Nine, my favorite Star Trek. I had no idea. I love Star Trek Deep Space Nine. He was a director and visual effects producer for Babylon 5. I had no idea. He directed the Swamp Thing television show in 1990. That was the show on USA Network. Um, He directed the Harry and the Hendersons TV show from 1991. I had no idea. He was one of the directors on Coach. D, you remember Coach?
1: I, that's one that I actually know. I used to watch Coach.
0: Yeah. He, uh, he, uh, directed the TV version of Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, you, which you probably saw, D.
1: No, I haven't seen that. I only saw Uh, the movies.
0: Okay. Um, he was the visual effects producer for the, for Doctor Who, the movie. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, And he was the visual effects producer of Adventures of Captain Zoom in Outer Space, which I had never heard of. And now I want nothing more in life than to see the Adventures of Dr. Zoom in Outer Space. And, uh, (laughs) oh, no. Hey, Tony, Tony I says um, Tony Dow was just like Tanya Roberts. Yeah, she went through the same thing with Tanya Roberts. Um, if yeah. you guys remember, um, she was on that 70s show and uh, she she died. No, she didn't. Oh, yes, she did. Anyway. Uh, and Curious Idealist says, Nana hasn't passed. She was present. You would and understand.
2: <laughs> It's a Friends reference. Yeah, I get that. <laughs> yeah,
0: I, I don't get it. I don't get it. But that's okay. And I watched Friends, but I don't get it. Uh, Dave Mattingly says, I don't remember Harry and the Hendersons having a spinoff show. Neither did I, Dave, until we were uh, doing some research for Cryptid Crunch. And I think we talked about it on Cryptid Crunch, didn't we, Willow? Yeah. The
2: the early 90s had a lot of weird... shows pop up uh, well late late 80s early 90s had a lot of weird shows pop up from like spinoffs for movies and, and other TV series
0: well and I was a freshman in college in 1991 and I was like immersed into the college experience so I don't remember any TV that <laughs> happened between 1990 and 1995 except for Deep Star uh uh deep star not deep star um star trek uh ds9 um i did watch that because that was on sunday nights and anyway that's a whole other thing um but tony dow uh passed week passed away this week what is your favorite tony dow moment uh anyone out there uh have a favorite moment with uh, tony dow or favorite show Post your uh, comments in the uh, in the comment. In probably
2: the chat. like for me, like when he appeared in uh, uh, Dickie Roberts' child star, it was uh, a spoof on it, a Saturday Night Live uh, movie kind of. Um...
0: Uh oh, Willow just froze.
1: I thought it was just my computer.
0: Uh-oh. <laughs> I'm like, uh-oh. Uh-oh. Willow. She's come stuck. Come back,
1: Willow. Willow, come back.
0: Or she's catatonic. One of the two. Um. Well, when you go to IMDB, d and you start reading Tony Dow's resume, it is literally he had his hands in everything. And here I just thought he was Wally from Leave It to Beaver. Well, and you know
1: it's really like I. I tried. I tried. Oh wait, my-
0: Willow's on what? here twice.
2: What is they, happening? They don't like me here.
0: She's she's frozen <laughs> in one spot and alive you, in the other. So so it's like Willow died, but she didn't really die, and she's. still, Oh, that's a bad joke. Anyway, John. Yeah, I know. I know.
2: I ha- having transporter issues. I apologize, guys.
0: <laughs> um. So the next icon that I wanted to talk about is for my generation, he was the Carl Urban of my generation. You guys know Carl Urban, D. Nope. you know who he is. You you would recognize him. He, nope. he plays all like he's played every character in everything lately. Um, but I'm talking about David Warner and I gave D and Willow, some homework to uh, just get familiar with David Warner. David Warner was Sark in Tron. Um, and uh, when was that? 1980? Uh, 1982? Uh, groundbreaking movie from Disney. D Barty, did you see Tron when you were probably not? You nope. were too young.
1: I've seen the new one. <laughs>
0: Well, the new one is is a sequel, so that's that's uh, definitely uh, that's definitely um, respectable. He was also Chancellor Gorkin in Star Trek V: The Undiscovered Country, or the Totally Forgettable. That's what it should be called, Star Trek: The Totally Forgettable. I don't. I saw that movie in the theater. With my friend Jason Swank, the host of Rebel Force Radio. And I don't remember anything that happened in that movie other than Christopher Lloyd played a Klingon. You guys know Christopher Lloyd? Yeah, Doc I sure Brown, do. yeah, yep, Yeah. And then he was also the evil genius slash Satan in Time Bandits. One of the best time travel movies ever made. DiBerti, have you ever seen Time Bandits? No, sir. You have got to watch. You, you, look, look. You like- I
1: tried to do some homework, John. I did, but I don't know anything that any of these people have been except for Titanic. I mean, that was
0: <laughs> well, and 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 so that center picture is uh, David Warner playing um, uh, Spicer Lovejoy in Titanic. He was he was the cop that was pursuing Jack. And uh, But you guys, I first met David Warner in this movie. Does anyone know what this movie is?
2: Uh, No, it kind of does look familiar, but I...
0: Does that help? No, that does not help. So this movie is called Time After Time. And David Warner on the right plays Jack the Ripper. Oh wow. And okay. Malcolm McDowell on on the uh, left is uh is it, yeah, he plays HG Wells. And Jack the Ripper to escape prosecution in Victorian London jumps in HG Wells' time machine and he comes forward in time to 1984. And starts his crime spree all over again. And HG Wells has to pursue him into the future to stop him. And it's basically two men out of time. And uh, Jack the Ripper embraces the decadence and the violence of 1980s America. He, He was like, I was born for this decade. And H.G. Wells is repulsed by it and can't figure out why no one will listen to him. And the uh, the love interest for H.G. Wells is played by Mary Steenburgen, who you can just see her shoulder here. And she becomes a target for Jack the Ripper. And it's all about how H.G. Wells saves uh, her character from Jack the Ripper. You guys, it's a phenomenal movie it's a it's the movie that turned me on to time travel but uh that's not all David Warner has done um again his IMDB reads like a, a what what's what and who's who of geek pop culture in Lois and Clark Barty?
1: yes I've seen
0: that <laughs> he played Jorel
1: okay oh okay oh. Oh, but I mean, it, I was a kid when I watched that. Well, but it's you're been a while,
0: yeah. But, but that's that's a franchise that you know, yeah. Um, in Batman, the animated series, he was Ra's Al Ghul. I okay. did not know that. Um, he was a vo- he was one of the characters in Gargoyles, the, the cartoon series. He was in the um, 1996 97 Spider Man animated series. He was a voice actor on Freakazoid. Teen Titans Go, and the list goes on and on and on and on. D. T, you've seen Teen Titans Go. Surely you and Nathan watched that together. No, you should watch it. I love yeah. Teen Titans Go. No,
1: <laughs> I have to sit still long enough to watch something. Wait, <laughs> I oh,
0: a- Dave Mattingly says it's 1979 San Francisco. Why? I always thought it was uh, the 80s, but um. Yeah time, time thing, are... <laughs> yeah, yeah, time after time. Same um, thing, different file. Yeah, yep. Time after time. and uh David Warner Nightwing, great old vampire bat movie. I've not seen that, Sandra Noel. That I've got to add another one. But basically, David Warner for me is was was Carl Urban for today's fans. Yeah. Every every piece of my childhood in the 70s and 80s and into the 90s, he had some part in. That makes me sad. <laughs> All right, Debertis, surely you know our third icon, Paul Sorvino.
1: I mean, I've seen him in several things, I think.
0: He's been in from, yeah. everything,
2: he, long anything longer. that had to do with like mobs or uh, or yeah, you know, sure. it, Did you know Italian that he, mafia? Was, he, he was He, an he was an opera singer.
1: Did you know that in real life? What? Like he, yeah.
0: Yeah. Well his his most notable role was as Paul Cicero in Goodfellas.
1: I never you, saw that.
0: so you know here's the thing about goodfellas it it has legions of fans people who think it's one of the best movies ever made and i found nothing likable about any of those characters it's a slice of life in gangster life in gangster world willow have you seen goodfellas um
2: yes and
0: yeah are are you laughing at me (laughs) no Are, are you laughing at me do you, wait, am, am I amusing to you? What? I'm funny. I'm funny. What do you mean I'm funny? Like a clown? Do I amuse? Anyway. And do, were you a fan of Goodfellas? I fell asleep during it. Yeah, I just, it wasn't, but but, but Paul Sorvino was nominated for an Academy Award for that movie. Now, oddly enough, Paul Sorvino is one of the most awarded actors in Hollywood 15 different awards, but never, never an Oscar. However, his daughter, Mira Sorvino, has won an Oscar for Best Supporting Actress. And uh, what movie was that? Willow, look that up for me, would you I'm
2: looking it up right now.
0: But for me, Paul Sorvino was most... (laughs) What? This is Lips Manless from the Dick Tracy movie with Madonna... And Warren Beatty and um, Al Pacino as big boy uh, Caprice. But uh, he was lips manless, the, one of the villains in Dick Tracy. And of course.
1: Isn't there a picture of you and I somewhere posed as Dick Tracy?
0: Yes. And, and yeah, we're going to be using that soon. Oh, okay. Soon. <laughs> But my favorite Paul Sorvino role is as Eddie Valentine in The Rocketeer. The Rocketeer is one of my top five favorite movies of all time. It's on Disney Plus right now. Um, Barty, if you've never seen The Rocketeer, it's a great movie for family movie night. Um, It's appropriate for all ages. And I think... uh, Maddie and and Nathan would love it. But Paul Sorvino plays Eddie Valentine. Again, a gangster in 1940s uh, California, L.A. And has the best face turn of any character in movie history. When he turns against uh, uh, Neville Sinclair because, hey, I... I I ain't ain't hanging with any Nazi and uh, turns his weapon on, on his friend. So great moment.
1: Yeah. Family friendly. Let's shoot up our friends. Well, no one's (laughs) a villain.
0: He's shooting at the villain who is a Nazi who is trying to kill people.
1: Okay. Again, family friendly for my five year old.
0: It is family friendly. Listen, there's nothing in the Rocketeer that Nathan hasn't seen in cartoons. I promise you.
2: Okay. Absolutely. Um, Mira Cervino won, uh, uh, Golden Globe Academy Award, uh, for Mighty Aphrodite, um, supporting
0: actress. That's right. Mighty Aphrodite, which I never saw.
2: (laughs) So Woody Allen film. I'm definitely going to have to look that up.
0: That's right. Woody Allen. Um, I may need to watch that. I'm not a huge Woody Allen fan. Um, D barty what's your favorite Woody Allen
1: movie? <laughs> nice try. <laughs> <Uh-oh>.
2: <laughs> I don't even want to talk about Woody Allen. You, you can okay for in this instance, you can uh separate the art from the artist. You kind of have to.
0: <laughs> okay, w- oh, oh, oh from got- Woody Allen. Woody Allen. Okay, yeah, yeah. Now, if if you don't know D barty Woody Allen was married to um, uh, Mia Farrell and they adopted a girl from Thailand. And when that adopted daughter became of age, Woody Allen divorced Mia Farrell and married his adopted daughter.
1: Uh, Again, that's why I'm saying we're not talking about Woody Allen. There's other things too that he's done that I'm don't want to talk about. It. I'm good. Oh. I,
0: I don't know about those things. So, um <laughs> He's uh, had a
1: lot of accusations against me.
0: Well, it started with that. Mm-hmm. Um and Animadiacs did a great Goodfellas knock-off, The Good Feathers. Anybody remember The Good Feathers? Yes.
2: No. <laughs> 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 Animaniacs ha- it, like is probably the the reason why uh I'm a fan of like so many things is because they've touched on so much in pop culture.
0: Animaniacs is one of the top 10 best animated shows ever made. And did you watch the the new episodes that came no, out last year? Yet,
2: but I definitely need to look back at them and
0: o- original writers Original director, Steven Spielberg, original voice cast. It's it's like it never stopped. A reunion, yeah. Uh, are we boring you, D-Bartini? <laughs> <laughs> no,
1: five hours because, of sleep, remember? I'm because,
0: tired. Because you are the representative of the audience. And if you're bored, they're bored. I'm sorry, <laughs> guys. And I, look, I, I don't mean to be a downer this morning, but these three guys are such an influential part of my youth and they're so iconic to tv and movies and a lot of the geek pop culture that we have today is because of these guys tony dow david warner and paul sorvino and i just thought you know the three of them dying in the same week was pretty impactful it's like when in 1990 uh when Jim Henson and Sammy Davis Jr died on the same day that was that was kind of a devastating blow for me um and you know I don't get I don't get you know teary eyed I don't get distraught over celebrity deaths generally but in this case this week these three one right after the other and and having grown up with their franchises i mean uh time bandits i've i've seen that probably 50 times
1: so i don't really know a whole lot about these guys i didn't really watch a whole lot of things that they were in like i yep. said before um but i understand where you're coming from because i was that way when robin williams died oh and Robin I,
0: williams destroyed me
1: i <laughs> had just met him like a month before he passed away oh. and so
0: did, did you meet him here in nashville
1: no, I it was in New York when I was okay. in New York. He was on The Letterman Show, and I was able
0: to meet him. Oh, that's awesome. His last movie, Robin Williams' last movie, was filmed here in Nashville, Tennessee. Mm-hmm. And, and there are some people who say that the the heavy themes of that movie was part of his depression. It, it kind of like how when Heath uh, Ledger did The Joker. Mm-hmm. You know, he he medicated so much to get that character out of his head. It it messed him up. And uh the character that Robin Williams played in the, that last movie filmed here in Nashville, uh, they say really messed him up and he never was the same um before he died.
2: I, I thought it was uh the fact that he got diagnosed with uh, um um something. Yeah. Didn't he have a disease that was incurable or something? He 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 did. He got diagnosed with what, um, Parkinson's. uh, Yeah. Thank you.
0: Yeah. He was diagnosed with Parkinson's and, um, but that, that was just a big, that was another piece. So Robin Williams, a lot of people don't know this and I only know it because I'm kind of a student of his and Jonathan Winters. Um, they're both, they both had, um, D.I.D. Dissociative Identity Disorder. That's why they were so brilliant at the characters that they created and that they played. Those characters actually lived inside their heads. And um, so Parkinson's is a neuro disease, right, that affects the connective tissue of the brain to the muscles. and, And there's some dementia connected to it. And for for Robin Williams, that meant that those characters were going to gradually, literally, die off in his brain, and he sunk into this deep depression. And a lot of people think that this last movie that he did, because it was so heavy and so emotional, and he had just been diagnosed, that all of those things combined together just were, you know, a perfect storm. And um, anyway. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen.
1: <laughs> Happy Saturday.
0: <laughs> okay, so uh, Sandra Noel says, Louis body dementia, just like Sophia from Golden Girls. So it is related to Parkinson's, but not uh, quite the same. But dementia is that neurological um, you know, decline. So anyway, all righty. <laughs> not to not to be a downer this morning but i i just I, look i thought that was important and i wanted to to share how important those guys were to my youth and uh willow i'm sure that you are a fan of a lot of those properties and and you're you're feeling it a little bit and- oh
2: yeah it's like we've lost uh really good character actors uh and like bit part actors like the, these actors like it came in and out of our uh, of our child like you said and it's going to be a weird it, it, something's going to be missing in hollywood for a very long time
0: yeah it is and um willow just uploaded this video now ivy has told us that we should probably play it without sound but you know what <laughs> We're at the end of the the episode. If we get dinged for a copyright strike on this, you know what? I'll edit it out if we need to. But this is for everyone who's like, oh, this this episode's a little bit depressing. (laughs) Here you go. Isn't she awesome? Hey, I I am head over heels in love with Ivy Roman, but don't tell her. It's a secret. (laughs) Thank you for that, Ivy. All right. So tonight is SummerSlam. Tonight, 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 tonight at the Nissan Stadium. It's SummerSlam. Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns for the unified universal title. The undisputed championship. Willow, who's going to win? Uh, I have
2: my money on Brock.
0: So here's my prediction I think Brock Lesnar wins it, but Brock Lesnar is a part timer. <laughs> look at D. She's like, I, am... <laughs> I absolutely
1: hate wrestling. <laughs>
0: it's it's I, just, but... look, it's soap operas.
1: <laughs> Here, here's what's really funny. My my best friend and I were talking about it the other day, and I was telling her how much I absolutely hate wrestling. And she's like, yeah, I, I only know a couple of wrestlers. And she started, like, listing them off, right? And I was like, I don't care. And she just busts out laughing. I was like, I'm sorry. I'm really bored with this conversation because I really don't care. I really hate wrestling. Anyway, that's my two cents. Continue.
0: <laughs> so uh, Ryan Permission just uh, tuned out. Anyway, um,
1: uh, <laughs> Again, don't care.
0: (laughs) Brock Lesnar wins it, but Austin Theory runs down to the ring, cashes in his Money in the Bank ladder match, wins the title from Brock, and sets up a new feud for Roman Reigns to get it back at the end of the year. That's, That's my prediction. At Survivor Series... Reigns will take the title again now the interesting match is tonight Ronda Rousey versus Liv Morgan for the uh, Smackdown women's title
1: hey I know her because she was in the Fast and Furious movies
0: (laughs) 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 D-Barty I can't wait to see you this afternoon (laughs) D-Barty but I don't know how that one's gonna go I think the obvious winner is Ronda Rousey, but I don't think they want to do obvious. What do you think, Willow? Uh,
2: I'm gonna go for the other girl because that's it they they're brewing something up. They they're brewing a, a story up with the those two.
0: With Liv Morgan, yeah. yeah. And um, you know, Liv Morgan, when she won the title, the entire uh the entire arena was chanting, you deserve it. You deserve it, because she is one of the hardest-working people in pro wrestling today, D. Oh, my God. For those of you who can't see, D's literally pulling her hair out at this wrestling conversation. Oh, Ivy Roman, we've got to get you to get D. to be a wrestling fan. Good luck. Look, you might be, a, you might get turned on to it watching Bianca Belair and Becky Lynch. Listen, the women's wrestling in WWE right now, d is on fire. It's better than anything the men are doing. Which, if you had told me 20 years ago that I would be saying that today, I would have said you were crazy.
1: Do you know why I don't like wrestling? Why? Because it's the same thing every time. And I don't like repetitive stuff. It's the same. You can only body slam somebody so many different ways. You can only hit somebody with so many different things. I just, you can only jump off the ropes so many different times. But I look, I'm not going to insult anybody that loves wrestling. If you like it, do your thing. I just personally don't. And I don't want to talk about it. So I'm out.
0: Well, <laughs> Jennifer
1: posted good luck. <laughs> she was the one I was talking to.
0: <laughs> is, is Jennifer a wrestling fan?
1: No, she was the one I was having the conversation with when I was like, I'm bored with this conversation. That was her. That's oh, why so, she said good luck talking to me about wrestling.
0: So 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 it was just another random conversation. It wasn't about wrestling.
1: John, I just literally told you the I know. And I,
0: I I had a senior moment. I had a cramp in my brain. <sighs> I don't remember the story. Tell it again.
1: No, I'm not telling it again. Finish your conversation. The show's almost over. I I'm out. I'm done. <laughs> Talk about your wrestling thing.
0: (laughs) Women's wrestling is on fire. And it's not about the moves, D-Barty. It's about the storyline. And the storyline is what changes. And it's... I don't care. (laughs) 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 All right. One last prediction. Um, Bianca Belair versus Becky Lynch. What do you you Um, think, Willow? Bianca. Yeah, I think so too. I think so, too. She's pretty epic. She's awesome.
2: She's the, She's pretty much the it girl right now uh, for women's wrestling.
0: Yeah. I, I Well, I, I really would like to see them do, and, and th- this will be the end. I promise. I would love to. Do your thing. I'm good. I just maybe, don't want to
1: talk about it personally. Y'all maybe, go ahead.
0: Maybe, maybe if. I would love to see a women's unification title match. And I would love to see that between Bianca Belair and Ronda Rousey and Bianca becoming the first unified women's champion. But that's
2: well, I mean, now with Stephanie McMahon in charge, yeah, I can see that becoming happen. more uh, more of a thing. So
0: Yep. yep. It's uh it's a golden age for women's wrestling. All right, D as you uh manicure your nails, tell people <laughs> where they can follow, find, and support you
1: uh dbrt photo all the platforms dbrtphoto.com just dbrt on like facebook and everything else is dbrt photo that's me and we will not be talking about wrestling (laughs) just saying
0: you can talk about friends oh did you start watching what we do in the shadows
1: i have not started watching that yet because i've been really busy this week and i the only thing I've watched this week is The Oracle. Just that one episode. So.
0: Well, if if you're missing the slapstick comedy of The Orville, you will love.
1: Did I say Oracle? I meant We. You did.
0: Yeah, I knew we knew what you meant.
1: I'm so tired.
0: That's okay. Um if you love if you miss the slapstick comedy of The Orville, you will absolutely love What We Do in the Shadows.
1: The Oracle was in The Matrix, right? There yeah. You know?
0: Okay, and 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 the Justice League movies, Batman, <laughs> it's uh, it's a thing, all right. Willow Schuyler, where can people follow, find, and support you?
2: Just Google my name, you'll find me. Uh, I'm on Facebook, YouTube, uh, Twitter, Twitch, um, Instagram, and uh, TikTok. Um, TikTok. so yeah, <laughs> uh. I'm, the latest video that I want to do for TikTok is introducing all my little kitty cats. So mm-hmm. look out, folks. There's going to be some cuteness coming out. Um, I like TikTok. And, and I also work later. So those of you in Winnipeg who want to come see me um, make some drinks and make a huge mess, come visit me at Starbucks. <laughs> How late is your Starbucks open there? Uh, we're open till 9 30. If, wow.
0: If, if you hop in a car right now, D, you can make it there just before they close.
2: I probably <laughs> could. But you know what? The ones
1: here close at like six or seven. Like what? Yeah. Where?
2: It makes me sad. Well, the ones I, so I swear when one. I work, I'm like Lucille Ball. I I will make a mess. Just <laughs>
0: Now, in I would in, like to
2: come see that really. I, I I will make it look pretty. And I will drink all the coffee
1: that you make.
0: So, Debartie, you will you will appreciate this then. In downtown Nashville, there is a Starbucks that is open till midnight. Ooh. And and there's a Starbucks at Vanderbilt that's open till midnight. Nice. So, FYI, thanks. All right. So, uh <laughs> Those of you who want to follow and uh, find me, uh, JohnPica.com. And uh, we need to acknowledge our sponsors before we leave this morning. Our fantastic theme song, Can't Beat an Original, is recorded by the Murdering Crows. You can get their album for Bad Crows, Amazon, Google, Apple Music, wherever you buy music. And of course, we have to acknowledge our super fans. Our supporters on buymeacoffee.com slash Cereal Box Pod, Sharice Collins, Sidney Kep, Brian Huff, Dave Manginelli, Dave Mattingly, Crystal Raven-Jones, Eli Cash, and you too can have your name in that empty slot right there. If you go to buymeacoffee.com slash Cereal Box Pod and donate generously, you can buy us a bowl, two, three bowls of cereal, an entire box of cereal, And uh, support our efforts, support the show, help us buy a big Winnebago to do road trips up to Winnipeg (laughs) and New York. And uh, if you hate the show, if you absolutely hate what we do, donate even more generously at buymeacoffee.com slash Cereal Box Pod. And apparently one of the dogs hates the show. Um, (laughs)
2: They want to go for a walk.
0: (laughs) That's right. That's right. And uh, we also have to acknowledge Comic Books for Kids. Comic Books for Kids provides comic books to kids in hospitals and cancer centers across the U.S. It's a place where we can all work together to make sure every child has a comic book. 100% of all proceeds go towards the kids. It's about making a difference and while they're in the hospital, allowing them to fly like a superhero, battle dragons, or rescue teddy bears. We are in every state in the country and now support over 160 hospitals. Every month, we add more. Visit CB4K.org. They're epic. Visit them, check them out, support their mission as well.
2: And take little Scruffy out for a walk.
0: Yeah, she she's saying, Mommy, it's time to be done with this show. So we are going to say goodbye to everyone. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. We can't do this show without you, the viewer, the listener, and uh, we really, really do appreciate you. So uh, if you like the show, help us out as well. Like, follow, share, comment, subscribe. Support us at buymeacoffee.com. All the the things. Do all the things. Do
1: all the things.
0: And join us every week where you can be a part of the show just like our super fans in the chat. And uh, until the next time, Tell Love two, you mean it. <laughs> two, tell two, three hundred of your closest friends and family to come share the fun. Love you mean it. We'll catch you on the back of the cereal box.